This is Jim Marty here with my good friend Larry Miskin from Chicago. Larry's an attorney and I'm an accountant. We work in the cannabis industry, but for the purpose of these podcasts, it's really to explore some of the different angles of legalized cannabis as it sweeps the country. Uh, so we want this to be a very general show where we're going to talk some music. Uh, we're going to talk about upcoming tours for Dead and & Company and, and Fish and other things that are happening musically. So we want this to be a, a social conversation. And at some point in the future, maybe the folks li- listening to this podcast will have a chance to join us and join the conversation. Larry? Well, Jim, it's a pleasure to be here and to have a chance to talk about this. And I have to keep pinching myself to remind me that I can actually tell people that part of my job is to get on the phone and talk about marijuana and the Grateful Dead for an hour at a time. Who would have thought? Yes, it's come a long way and it's come a long way fast. I, too, have to pinch myself when I walk into a dispensary and have 80 or 100 products to choose from. Uh, that's something that we should talk about maybe on a future podcast is the variety of products that are out there and how the bud tenders need to be educated to those products and be able to explain to them. Uh, we do a lot of startup work in my business, and I tell people, you have to understand, many of the people who walk into a medical marijuana or adult-use dispensary have never been in one before. So it's a whole new experience. I think you're absolutely right about that, Jim. And, you know, living here in Illinois is a little bit different because we don't have the adult-use uh, situation in full effect yet here. We're still operating under the guise in, you know, in, the, in the form of uh, medical marijuana, which... You know, for the people who are using it, it's a wonderful thing. I hear great reports back from people. Luckily, I don't have a condition that qualifies me. Unfortunately, that means uh, that I personally can't get access to it here. But I've been out to Colorado a few times, and I've been in a dispensary. And, yeah, there's really nothing like, you know, the thrill of walking into one. And, you know, I maybe have to be, you know, closer to our age to really be able to appreciate that. You know, I always tell people when I was at the University of Michigan back in the uh, early 1980s, you know, somebody wanted to be able to smoke some marijuana, first you had to find the guy that was selling it, then you had to convince him that you were okay to talk to, then you had to have the money, although in retrospect it didn't seem like a lot now, but it sure seemed like a lot back then, and then you had to hope that they didn't just pick up a handful of dirt and you know, throw it into a plastic bag and hand it to you, although if they did, we didn't know the difference and we were still happy. Fast forward to just a year or two ago when my son graduates also from the University of Michigan, and lives in a fraternity that's located right across the street from a dispensary with a roommate who has a card. Um, you know, the, the whole dynamic of it has uh, is so completely changed that I think it's wonderful and I'm excited to see where it goes next. Yes, I think the medical model is going to be with us for a while. I think slowly adult use will come on and these will be subjects we explore. Yeah, there's the social impact and it's on both sides of the criminal justice system. You know, young people are not going to get their lives totally screwed up by a simple marijuana arrest. Police and law enforcement don't have to mess with what they know is a nonviolent, quote unquote, crime. And every courthouse in America is saving millions of dollars not having to prosecute cannabis crimes. So there's so many things to talk about in this industry. Medical, as I said, it's going to be with us for a while. A great topic of conversation is what medical conditions qualify and how different it is state by state. Now, one of my friends, I don't think I'll mention the state, but he said the other day that if you have dandruff, you can get a medical marijuana card <laughs> in our state. Yeah, it does seem to be the thing with certain states. Uh, and I think that I just view that as states recognizing that 
what we've got this industry here and what we're beginning to recognize is it's not so bad. It's not quite as dangerous as we imagined. But gee, we just don't have quite enough people running through the system yet. And I'm not even trying to pretend that I'm not talking about Illinois because I am. But lately, with the advent of all of this talk about adult use and nothing else, well, I shouldn't say nothing else. We've had this other change where we now get provisional licenses immediately upon application instead of having to wait 90 days. But all of a sudden, the Illinois market has gone up substantially. You know, as they say, adult use is, a, is the talk of the town, but there's a bill pending. Will it be passed this year? We don't know. We'd like to think that it will. But yet, it's wonderful to see the medical market thrive. It's wonderful to see the people that have the option of being able to go and get the things that they want to be able to have. And hopefully, you know, it's really the beginning uh, for the rest of the country that's not Colorado, Oregon, or California, beginning to live with an attitude that normalizes cannabis, right? So that, you know, for you guys out there, my sense is you can walk down the the mall, the, the pedestrian mall in downtown Denver and walk past the bank and the bakery and a restaurant and a clothing store and a medical cannabis dispensary. And what always amazes me is there's more people in front of the bakery looking in the window than there are in front of the, the medical cannabis store, right? But you guys are all used to it. It's not that big of a deal. Here, we're, we're, we're still kind of working our way through that. Uh, and I think that medical cannabis helps a lot because it's really hard to continue to maintain a preconceived negative notion of it when you're talking to somebody who says, boy, you know, this chemo was just killing me. And thank God for these brownies that somebody gave me. They're giving me an appetite again, and I have energy to get by during the day. And all of a sudden, it doesn't seem like uh, such a crazy idea. No, not at all. And, you know, in future podcasts, we'll talk about the whole vast array of products that come from the cannabis plant, all the way from your high THC products, shatters and waxes and vape pens and hash oil, you know, down to the other end of the spectrum is marijuana that doesn't get you high cannabis that doesn't get you high and i'm a little bit older now and i have friends in my world who would never smoke marijuana and they swear by their cbd vape pens that's so good for my sore neck and my sore knee and so we have a huge amount of topics to cover over the next few weeks i hope you'll join us for more of these podcasts and we've sort of set the table today and then i guess briefly we can close by talking about uh some upcoming shows we're very disappointed in denver because we were supposed to have a rolling stones concert on may 25th which is the saturday night of the holiday weekend and uh mick jagger had to undergo some heart surgery and i have not heard i guess it went well but i haven't really heard any much anything much since so they're i think they're keeping his medical condition very under wraps Although, you know, the public statements are that he'll be back on the stage in a few months and we'll get our Denver show. They're calling our Denver show uh, delayed and not canceled. Same with us with the Chicago show. I think that's true as well. And and I have to say, Jim, one of the things that I really like about this podcast format, it does give us, you know, you and I who are guys who are, you know, a little bit older, but, you know, have a long history with cannabis and really enjoy it. But for both of us, I think that, you know, a lot of what we associate cannabis with is really, really good live music. And, you know, for me, it's almost sometimes impossible to separate the two. And so, you know, the idea to be able to throw that kind of stuff in there is great. So, you know, I'm kind of thinking that right along, you know, having a debate on the benefits of Blue Dream versus Gorilla Glue, 
can't forget to make sure we address the topic that I heard a young teenager say at the Folsom Field shows last year, and that's really whether John Mayer plays Althea better than Jerry Garcia. My answer is not a chance, but might be worth it. Well, this I got from listening to the Grateful Dead channel. The only way to understand Althea is you take out the word Althea and insert the word Garcia. <laughs> and then if that's you do that, that, that song that makes a lot more sense. And, I, and as we're sitting here talking, I'm running through the lyrics in my head really quickly. And yes, you're right. It does actually. It does I told Garcia nice. the drudgery was tearing yeah. me limb from limb. That's true. You almost wonder if uh, Robert Hunter was sending a message there. He was, actually. He was sending Jerry a little message <laughs> that he wasn't really happy with his lifestyle. Ah, see, I like that too. Okay, and you know, I'd like to think that it resulted in a you know a huge ray of light shining on Jerry's face, and he took all that heroin and threw it away. But unfortunately, he didn't. But of course, the good news is, even with Althea, we still had what another fifteen or sixteen years of him. So yep. happy now, and happy with what I got. Okay, well, this is Jim signing off for now, and Larry Michigan also saying thank you so much for listening. listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one token at a time.